First there was Ben and Jerry. No wait, that was Tom and Jerry. Then came the ice cream dudes. Anywho, fast forward a bit, and this is Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital. Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. Welcome to the show. We are back from New Zealand. Yes. We went to Bris- visit our close relatives next door. Uh, we just, you know, just had down, a quick trip over. Down the road. Yep. It's uh, just around the corner from Diamond City. Yeah, you take a left <laughs> and then uh, you walk two paces and there's New Zealand. <laughs> um, yeah, it was very good. We're going to give you all an update on how our adventures from Middle Earth were. Oh, yes. Um, we uh, we did a little bit of training as well. Uh, I think I broke another world record and uh, we're going to talk about their radio because it is the best. Their radio, believe Believe it or not, is just, or I would say as good as Triple M Modern Digital. As no, no, good. no. I would say much better. And you're going to find out why. Because okay. it's just, I want to go back just to listen to it. And also, Lewis has been wasting everyone's time in the office. I want to no, delve into that. Yes, you have. <laughs> I'm, the <laughs> On most productive, I'm the most productive man alive. Right. Thank you very much. We'll see. We are back from New Zealand. I just finished my tour and now we're back on air. Yes, we are. Lewis is wearing sunglasses, and I'm trying to ignore it. Why have you just put on sunglasses? I'll tell you why, mate, because... This is what happened. It went, mic's on, on three, two, and then you weren't wearing sunglasses, and then I turned around, and then I... I'll tell you why, because uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling like a rock star, Luke. I just toured another country, and yeah. uh, I got home at 12 in the morning, and then I get up in the morning, and I'm straight on air on the prestigious Triple M Modern Digital, <laughs> yeah. so I'm feeling very famous. I mean, my bank account doesn't agree, no. but uh, I, I think that once I start wearing sunglasses inside more often, um, I don't know, someone might PayPal me a couple of dollars. Yeah, take them off. All right, okay. so we came back from New Zealand. Yes. And uh, New Zealand is one of the most beautiful countries that I've ever been to. Like, we were just in the car. We drove around instead of flying because, again, bank account very small. Mm, Rockstar Um, stuff. We actually (laughs) did need sunglasses because we were driving. Um, yeah, I found some women's sunglasses in my in the uh, in the rental car, and I was like, "Awesome! I'll wear these because mm. I couldn't afford to buy some." That's rock star stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but we were looking out the window, just losing our mind at how beautiful New Zealand is. It's the the uh, scenery is picturesque. It is like yeah. it's absolutely one of the best places I've ever been to. To their credit, they've got some good hills. Yeah, yeah, it was right in their slopes, like a lot. But uh, the New Zealanders themselves just really didn't appreciate it at all. Like I we I brought that up at every single show. I was like, this place is beautiful. And everyone was like, uh, no, it's not. I was it's like, phenomenal. There's there's hills. That I spoke to a guy after the show, one of your shows, because yeah. I also was there. Yeah. And um, Where's your sonny's? Pardon? Oh, I didn't feel that rock star. I, I've actually I, I stole the ones that you stole from the lady. <laughs> <laughs> and I um, didn't think they were appropriate because, you know. Anyway, so I talked to a guy after a show, right? Mm. And I was like saying, you know, he was defending like, no, there's nothing to do here. I was like, mate, there's snow on top of your mountains. And he's like, yeah, so? I'm like, it's October. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Looked like the Lord of the Rings everywhere. Yeah. It was crazy. And uh, But it got me thinking, I don't think we appreciate where we live. I think wherever you live, you just don't appreciate it as much as other people who've never been there before. Like, Melbourne's one of the most livable cities in the world. The most livable city in the world. Yeah, it is. It's, it's confirmed. And I literally could not tell you why. Mm, I live here, so... <laughs> <laughs> and I get up successfully every day. We are it- alive. But yeah, somebody uh, asked me just this morning, who they, they came to Melbourne and they said, what's good to do in Melbourne? And all I could come up with is, oh, there's a rock climbing place. <laughs> 
and also there's late night bowling. That's pretty cool. And <laughs> even everywhere. I was like, even I was like, that sucks. That's not the best things to do in Melbourne. No. You could have said the MCG or walk along the Yarra or. I, I'm honestly running out of ideas, to be honest. But I asked the guy from New Zealand, I was mm. like, what's the best thing to do here in New Zealand? And he just said, leave. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, I thought I was the only fan of children's shows in here today, but uh, you've been raving on about uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. I watched a very interesting clip from an old episode of Thomas the Tank Engine. Um, How sometimes, did you find this clip? Sometimes you go revisit the classics, mate. Yeah. Um, what I do in my own time's up to me, and I'd <laughs> Appreciate it if you just stayed out of it. Thank you accuse you. me of wasting time. You're watching Thomas the Tank Engine. Um, yeah, I on waste YouTube. my own time, not everyone else's. <laughs> so, um, I was I saw this clip right. Uh, it was going around online, mm. and uh, it's a clip where one of the characters who's a train. He's a green train. Henry. Oh, really? Yeah. Believe it or not, <laughs> he's train star in the in the uh, show. Yeah. A train called Henry. Uh, he had a bit of a situation, a bit of a pickle. Henry's the grumpy train, isn't he? He's a bit grumpy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Come on, Henry. He wrote, he always wakes up on the wrong side of the tracks um so henry didn't want to go out in <laughs> that's the worst that was the best so henry didn't want to go out in the rain uh yeah. and ruin his lovely green paint and red stripes so that was one of the um, oh, so we got new paint so we didn't want to work in the rain yeah and he didn't that's want to work enough. in the rain and uh, i agree with him he absolutely cracked it he was not a happy man henry in this uh clip right yeah. And uh, and then what goes on to happen is, you know, that's his excuse for not wanting to do train work. Because everyone else, Thomas is running around doing errands. Yeah, but Gordon's Thomas doesn't there. have new paint, all right? No. So I don't understand why Thomas is the star if Henry just got new paint. Like, I do that. when I, If I do my hair, I don't want to walk in the rain. Mm. Ruin my hair. All right. Well, I was watching an episode of Henry the Grumpy Tank Engine. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, he had new paint, right? So And then all of a sudden, it stops raining. Okay. And then he still doesn't want to go outside. Mm, yeah, that is a little bit. Come on. T- don't you want to show oh, off your new the paint? The fat mate? controller was not happy. No. I think he put on three more kilos in stress eating just from this one incident. <laughs> right? So, and this is what happens. This is how they deal with. Uh, so, all, all, everyone in the whole land is. is so, this is what the whole him. episode was about. He's refusing to work, and then yeah. the fat controller comes out, and what does he do to yeah. try and make him work? Or this to, is, to punish him? This is how the fat controller reacts to Henry's defiance. Eventually, even the fat controller gave up. We shall take away your rails, he said, and leave you here for always and always and always. They took up the old rails and built a wall in front of him so that Henry couldn't get out of the tunnel anymore. But I think he deserved his punishment. Don't you? What? No, I don't. So what if you didn't get what happened there, Henry didn't want to go out in the rain, so they locked him, they tombed him in a tunnel for eternity as punishment for not wanting to get his lovely green paint and red stripes back. Justice for Henry, everyone. This is ridiculous. That's that's trains' rights abuse. Yeah. Because trains don't don't die of old age, so he's just going to be there for always and always and always. How else can he go on, like, how how else can he protest? He can't go on strike because they don't get paid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... Okay, so basically that episode was about what happens to slaves if they disobey yeah. the back controller. So kids, if you don't want to go out in the rain, or <laughs> just get out there whacking a raincoat, or the fat controller will tombstone you for life. That's a great, <laughs> great uh, message sent by the ABC. Moral of the story, do what you're told or get entombed. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, I have a question to ask you. Have you ever in your life enjoyed a 3D movie? Uh when I saw Spy Kids in 
3D. It blew my mind. Really? With, yeah. Oh, well, I was 10. So yeah. I think I was just like, oh. And Spy Kids Spy is pretty Kids. sick. Yeah. yeah I, I think that was more Spy Kids than 3D did, Spy Yeah, Kids. the real question is, did the 3D element add anything to that uh, film? Yeah. No. Yeah, no, that, only... that film was already perfection without the 3D. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I would, I would love that in 5D. Yeah, like, same yeah. with what's the, what's the fifth dimension? I don't know. That doesn't even exist mm, like right f- now. But we need if we can find it, the Spy Kids dimension would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> you become a Spy Kid. <laughs> oh man, this is the best. This is a new product that we've just invented. Yeah. Um. So I've enjoyed a 3D movie once, but uh, it was also when I was young. It was we went to. Uh, the IMAX theaters, mm-hmm. and it was one of those theaters that was built specifically for 3D movies, and they filmed something that was only for 3D. Yeah, so Whereas, it must have been good. Yeah, it was amazing. Like, it felt like you could touch them. But now, I've, I feel like now with movies, m- movies are never filmed today in 3D. They just make it 3D and charge you $4 extra a ticket, yeah. and it sucks it looks every like time. A, it looks like a pop-out book when you go see, like, so I went to The Hobbit last, oh, I was a few years ago, in 3D, yeah. and it, it's just layered 3D. It's yeah, not, it's not that, coming out. You don't now. need that. It just looks like you open up a pop-up book, and there's a bush further out than, than Bilbo. Like, that's yeah. pretty <laughs> much the extent of the 3D. And uh, we, I got stitched up a ripper. A mate of mine, uh, you know, I'm a big Star Wars fan, as yes. I've said before on this show. Uh, so I go to the midnight screening every single year. A mm-hmm. mate of mine got in charge with booking the tickets for 10 people in our friendship group. A lot of responsibility. That's a big responsibility. Yep. You would think he'd be very careful not to mess that oh, one up. Oh, you would be careful. Careful, but oh no, he wasn't. Uh, ended up accidentally buying ten tickets to see the new Star Wars film after ten after a decade of no Star Wars. Yeah. We were like, we're craving it. Like, all we want to do is watch this in two dimensions. With- <laughs> <laughs> but what does he go and do? Now he goes and Let's books add in ac- another dimension. He accidentally booked three D <laughs> tickets, and it was one. I took. I literally, I went to the midnight screening. I would have left. No, I sat there till three a.m. Came back to the cinemas at twelve p.m. The next Stay and rewatch the film in 2D <laughs> and this pretended that I hadn't seen it in 3D. Yeah, that would be the worst. It. I watched the new Star Wars film, The Force Awakens, twice in two days because the first time was too many dimensions. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, you don't want... You, see, 3D is bad enough, yeah. but surprise 3D, oh, that's the worst. I had to buy $1 glasses. I, yeah, what, what we oh, just yeah. don't get is... What is the... They charge more for 3D. Yeah. It costs three more dollars or something. Why does it charge more i've never and also i've never met a single person that goes yeah 3d is awesome like i think it's just you know what it is it's one of those products i think most big businesses have them it's one of those products that they bill as amazing and everyone who hasn't tried it goes oh that's going to be sick Mm. and you try it once you get there and you go this dimension is the worst thing (laughs) i've ever seen in my life Uh, have you been to shrek 4d at movie world now that's something i get around blew my mind (laughs) When donkey spat, it, the water spat out of the chair in front. Dude. Yeah. Oh, you paid money to get spat on by a donkey. <laughs> Worth every cent. I would let Eddie Murphy spit on me any day. <laughs> now, uh, before we went to New Zealand, we had a very productive meeting so we could plan the rest of the week and what we were doing while we were in New Zealand. That is not how it went down at all. Uh, what happened was uh, the show finished last Tuesday mm-hmm. and... Um, Lewis is uh, known around these parts in the studios for wasting people's time. Uh, I, I disagree, and let me tell you why with a very long sentence. Why? First of all... Uh, <laughs> That's what I mean. So, literally, 
you've been profiled by other staff members at here at the radio station as an avid time waster, and quite frankly, it's got to stop. So what happened was, uh, you, you this happens every day after the show. After the show finishes, finishes at 2pm, we're all a bit hungry after yep. the show, so we go down and get a bite to eat yep. at the local shops. You came back with a wrap. Yeah, um, a uh, good wrap. Yep, and uh, just started eating the wrap. 45 minutes later, you eventually finish your wrap because you take way too long to eat food. No, I'm just trying to chew my food properly, right? There's there's chewing fast, which can give you indigestion and make you feel sick, and that would make me less productive. So mm. really, you should thank me for taking a long time. You- I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> Say thank you. No. <laughs> you chew so slow, and, then, and then this is just, it's always a waste of time. And not only that, so... Not only do you not have the respect to be like, all right, I've taken 45 minutes to eat a roll. I should maybe now be productive. Uh, you, Everyone was abusing me for wasting time. Even Maddie, the producer, started telling me that I was wasting time. Because we Luke's sat there me- and watched you chew at like the pace of a snail. Yeah, and it really annoyed me. So I thought, you know what? If these guys want to see a waste of time, I'll show them a waste of time. So I got Michael, the button pusher. I took him down into the studio. I called through to reception, and this is what happened. Good afternoon, 1019 The Fox. Michaela speaking. Hi, Michaela. It's Lewis calling. Um, I just wanted to speak to Maddie if she's available. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. I'll pop you through. Thank you. Hello, Maddie speaking. Hi, Maddie. It's Lewis calling. Sorry, I know, Hi, you, I know you're busy. Just a quick question for you. It's pretty important. Yep. You know how before I was eating a wrap? Yep. And I was taking a really long time? Yep. I just wanted to give you a call and let you know that I've wrapped up that wrap. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I'm really proud of you. Thank you How very was much. It? Yeah, it, it was, was good. It crispy chicken or grilled? Uh, it was a protein pack from Snit, so it was pretty big. That's why it was taking a long time. I'm f***ing wrapped for you, mate. Yeah, uh, thank you for swearing on the radio. Um, <laughs> See ya. Is, uh, is, is Luke around? Is he in the um, office? Yeah, I'll just get him for you. Did you get him? You... Thank you. Okay. Stand by. Yeah. Hello? Hey, Luke. It's Lewis. Hey. I just called through reception to get onto Maddie's phone. Um, I just wanted to let you know that I've wrapped up my rap. <laughs> Wait, when you told me that you were going down to the studio, yeah. is this what you were going to do? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just wanted to finish my rap and then so call you to let you know that I've wrapped it up. You, you took 45 minutes to eat a wrap, yeah. and then you called through reception. You're wasting the receptionist's time. <laughs> You're wasting Maddie's time. Is Michael with you? Yeah, Michael will help me do it. I don't, know. I don't know how to make calls without him. <laughs> Oh my god, no one cares about your rap. <laughs> I'm hanging up. <laughs> Luke and Lewis for lunch. Hold the mayo. Triple M Modern Digital. Lewis, uh, heard a story when we were away mm-hmm. that, uh, that it took my interest. Uh, did you, okay, did you hear this one? An American husband and wife mm-hmm. have revealed. Uh, Hated already. <laughs> that's just. I was going to say racist, but then I write that's uh, nationalist. <laughs> um, an American husband and wife have revealed that they like to go on romantic dates to IKEA. Okay, objection. <laughs> husband and wife have revealed that they like it. Are you sure it's not just the wife said it and yeah. the husband was standing next to her while she said that? This is exactly what happened well, in my books because I was reading the article. They show a picture of the happy couple mm-hmm. now. Those the- pictures look like. The saddest. Well, she's happy. She's loving it. The husband has the deadest look in his eyes I've ever seen in my life. He looks like he's trying to retrieve his soul out of the lens of the camera. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's somewhere gone. else in his head. He's yeah. like, I'm not in Ikea. I'm in Bunnings. So there's this couple <laughs> that have so obsessed. Well, the, apparently the couple are so obsessed with Ikea. It's just uh-huh. a guy whose wife is way too obsessed <laughs> with furniture shopping. Yeah. Uh, they've gone to Ikea and because apparently they regularly go on romantic dates. So they're very romantic place to go for a date. Oh, that, it, that's painful. Yes. Regularly going regularly going to like any store and calling it a date. Sucks. Well, it's not a date place. It's rude. What they do is they go into uh, IKEA when they can't afford, like when they can't afford or can't get a babysitter. Yeah. Then they go into IKEA and bring the baby with them, and they pretend to live in the display kitchens. That's what they do on these dates. Well, if they can't afford a babysitter, they can't afford any of the furniture. No. That's like going into a restaurant, sitting at the table, and pretending that you're going to order something. Like, oh, how good would it be if we could afford yeah. spaghetti? It's like getting bread and then leaving. It's just rude. <laughs> Two glasses of water, thanks. Yeah, but this couple, yeah, they went and got a photo shoot done. Well, the, So the wife has gone and organized a yeah, photo shoot. Yeah, I did read shoot. about that. I read that uh, she organized a photographer, and her friend was the photographer, and she got him for free because she really wanted to do a photo shoot in Ikea. Of course they can get him for free free it's a public store it's not a place for a date it's like some people go to the movies you know oh. so even even the wife's friends are obsessed with ikea who yeah. wants to do a photo shoot in ikea no one no <laughs> and i'm looking at a photo here there's a whole photo shoot of one where the wife is pushing a trolley and the guy's inside the trolley with a kid and you could not look more disappointed i mean <laughs> but no it's more just like partners forcing yeah. their partners to do well, things that they don't want to do. Okay. It's shocking. I'm guilty of this. You are. A little bit. I take Jasmine to comic book shops probably two, three times a month with me. That's so disrespectful. That's bonding. <laughs> <laughs> Does she want to go? Oh, she doesn't mind it. She's like, I suppose she's the husband. She does get that dead look in her eyes. But I'm not as I'm not as bad as this woman. Like, I don't bring a photographer to the figurine <laughs> section of the comic book store and do a photo shoot with yeah. my child and then walk out without buying anything. Yeah, you're like, oh, here's me, Jasmine, and Wonder Woman. Anyway, that was uh, <laughs> that was our very third. That was our third date. Yeah. yeah, the third time we've done that. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Poor That's Jasmine. disrespectful. Well. She's been with me for a while. I also taken her to comic book conventions mm. as well. Ordered some bread, then left. <laughs> <laughs> Luca Lewis for lunch on Triple A Modern Digital. We just got back from New Zealand. It's an incredible country. The scenery is beautiful, but the people are unintentionally hilarious. Yeah, the scenery is beautiful, and the city, the city is amazing, but the accents are better. Yeah, By far. Absolutely. So we, I didn't, you know, we'd obviously, you know, as Australians, we joke about what we think New Zealand sound like. Yeah. You know, that uh, always in my head, I was like, oh, this is an exaggerated version of what New Zealand sound like. Yeah. Like and you'll hear people make fun of the accent or you'll hear one New Zealander in conversation with like six Australians. Yeah. But that's nothing compared to going to the heart of yeah. it where everyone talks like that. Literally, as soon as I got off the plane, I was met by a very thick accent. So I was going through customs <laughs> at the airport. This is probably one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. This was uh, the, one of the most confusing situations I've ever been in. <laughs> Usually, you wouldn't think, oh, I'll have, there's, there'll be a language barrier when we're going just, uh, just across the road <laughs> yeah, from New Zealand. They speak English. Yeah. But you were still, you still was like, sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. And I was doing that thing where you speak to someone with another language and you feel like volume's the problem where yeah. you can't understand them and you're like, what? And then they repeat themselves louder. I'm like, no, 
the volume wasn't the issue. Yeah. I can't understand what you're saying. So I go through customs, right? There's a bit where you put your passport into the machine and then it takes a photograph of your head to, to prove that it's you on your passport. Yeah, and which is pretty easy. You can sit, I mean, you could put anyone's passport in. You've got to consider it your head. Yeah, I could put it in an action figurine. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I went there and there's two little footprints on the floor to mm. show you where to stand, to guide you so you're standing in eye level with yeah. the camera. So you nailed that. I did. I stood on the two footprints very successfully and then the customs guard at the gate started, he walked over and started yelling at me. He goes, mate, keep off. Excuse me, keep off, keep off. Sir, I'd I'd like to ask you to keep off. And then I was just like, okay, he wants me to get off. So I got off the two footprints. (laughs) I was like, I'm just going to get off. And that's what I thought he was saying too. It took me, it took two minds to figure out what this guy was saying. Keep off, keep off. And I was like, oh, I'll get off. And then he goes, no, Keep off. And I'm like, mate, I'm off. I'm, I'm <laughs> off the footprints. Keep off. And then Lewis just yells, Oi, Luke, take your cap off. <laughs> and then I was like, oh. And he goes, yes, keep off. And I was like, all right, you could have just said cap off from the start. Mate. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's uh, that was our first, that was like the first New Zealander we spoke to. And yeah. we were immediately confused. And uh, But then we were driving to the hotel. And ladies and gentlemen, we heard some New Zealand radio. New Zealand radio is, believe it or not, better than Triple M Modern Digital. Just, just better. Just, just a little bit better because not content-wise, this is bang on. But the way the they accent. talk, they yeah. don't realise that they're a parody of themselves. Yeah, and we wanted to show you guys what that actually sounds like. So we actually have the technology here at the radio station to tune in to other to mm. New Zealand radio. So we'll try and tune in now. We'll just get you guys a feel. Give me a second, we, I, I've got it. Here it is. Welcome <laughs> back to Kepper and Jackson on George FM. Now, Kepper. Yes, Jackson. On the weekend, I was a tech. You were a tech? Yes, I was a tech. Oh, no. What were you a tech by? I was a by my cat and my dog. A by your cat and your dog? Yes, it ravaged me. Oh, no. So we were thunking. We wanted to ask our listeners on 10 6 1 6 6 10 Six. Give us a call. When have you been attacked? Timmy, when were you attacked? Yes, Kappa, I was attacked by six cats. Six cats? That is a significant amount of cats, Timmy. Yeah, it's definitely not choice, eh? <laughs> Alright, thanks, Timmy. Well, it's six past six, which means we're six minutes late for the six o'clock news. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> how many minutes late are we? Six. <laughs> this is Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital. Luke, it's time to speak out against shaming. Okay. okay. I'm sick of being shamed. Yeah, thank you. Body shaming. I'm honestly, quite frankly, I'm over it on this show. Okay, no, we are going to keep up with the body shaming, <laughs> Chubby. Please close your mouth, stop putting food into it, and stop <laughs> the noise coming out of it, okay? But that's not the shaming that we're combating today, you chubster. <laughs> we're combating the shame that's that the I... Thing. If it was creative, I wouldn't mind it, but it's always just your fat. You are. <laughs> doesn't need to be creative. You're just saying facts, all right? So, but I'm against shaming. I've been being shamed by just about everyone in my life, from fans to family to you, for genuinely enjoying Coldplay a lot. Mm, And shame on you for that. No! Shame on everyone else for shaming Coldplay, all right? I'm sick of it. Coldplay is one of the best bands in the world, and that's pretty much a fact. Dude, they've sold 80 million albums... You can't. You cannot say that they're a bad band, but I hear it every single day. Mm, there's a lot of people in the world. That's not that impressive. There's like <laughs> seven billion people. Okay, well, hit me up when you sell one copy of, of an album, and then maybe you could talk bad against eighty million. No, this is not what this is about. This is me bagging successful people that I will never top. 
You know what? That, you know what it is. The internet is trying to turn Coldplay into Nickelback, but it's not working because they're too good. Nickelback, yeah, we're great. <laughs> or Coldplay, <laughs> who's too good? No, Coldplay's too good to become Nickelback. Uh, like it's it's now really popular. Hate on Nickelback. You know, it would be just the best ever thing ever, or the worst thing ever. What? Like Coldplay featuring Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Yeah, like just one person from Nickelback. Yeah, just not the it's rest like of the Chris band. Martin, and then you see grunts in the background from Chad Kroger's photograph. <laughs> Of a beautiful piano, yeah. <laughs> so why do you like Coldplay? Explain your fandom. Okay, so it's one of the only positive bands or, or, or music that you can listen to, like an entire album, and you're like, wow, this is positive all the way through back to front. Oh, what about Pharrell Williams, that happy guy? Yes, I'm happy. Yeah, but that's not an album. That was one hit just to exploit people's happiness, and I'm, I'm over it. Like, Michael, play, play. I've got a Coldplay song. Just listen to this. Tell me that's not, this is beautiful, man. Listen to that. Yeah. Don't you feel calm and happy? Isn't nah, this unique? I feel like I'm listening to Coldplay. Can you turn that off, Michael? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, okay. All their songs sound the same. Michael. No, they don't. Play, it, play the other one I brought up. That's Completely just, different. That's just clocks, but slower. <laughs> <laughs> all their songs sound the same. Okay. I think that is honestly... I don't hate them. I just understand why people don't like it. Look, I totally I'll give, get I'll it. give you that. It did sound similar, but uh, <laughs> counterpoint, you cannot improve perfection. So what else are you going to do? Just keep making the same stuff. Um, I actually have been looking up articles. There are entire websites dedicated to s- telling other people that Coldplay is bad. I found the three most popular reasons why people hate Coldplay, and yeah, I'm going to yeah. dispute all of them. One, overplayed. That has nothing to do with Coldplay. That's just people enjoying them. Just because you listen to it so much, that doesn't make any sense. All right? Two, basic band... For basic people, all right? Here's my biggest point. Luke is the most basic person on the planet, and he doesn't like Coldplay. Yeah, they're too, even too basic for me. Like, I go, I look at them and go, that's bland. And then I go and eat, like, plain spaghetti. And then, <laughs> and, white bread. Yeah. <laughs> and the third one, this actually came up heaps of times. Doesn't make any sense. Chris Martin's friendship with Jay-Z seems forced. <laughs> yeah, that's why I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a reason. And also, the fourth reason, you like them. No one likes things, things that you like. You like really obscure things. Do you like comic books? I don't know anyone else who likes comic books. You you have strange interests, which means this Bro, is just you know another would be obscure the best? one. A comic book about Coldplay. No, that would be the worst. It would just all be the same. <laughs> Luca Lewis for Large on Triple M Modern Digital. While we were in New Zealand, we were touring uh, around, but that doesn't mean that I wasn't training to beat Luke in our race. Uh, I counted you running once. Uh, I ran twice. Uh, one time I ran because I forgot my laptop in the hotel room before the show. So I had to run. <laughs> Training very hard. That it's counts. So confident. That counts. Um, so while we were there, it came to my attention and I found out that New Zealand is host to the steepest street in the world. Yeah, in the world, which... I, I love a world record. Yeah, yeah, and I thought because it was a street, I didn't think it would be that steep because you have to put houses on it. Like, it's a street. It's a, it's a paved thing. It's just like a regular home street. Yeah. But this thing was almost vertical. I found out why they have such steep streets there. Yeah. It's because when they planned the streets back in Britain, before mm. they colonized it, they planned it thinking it was going to be flat. So they mapped out every <laughs> single street in the city. And then uh, then as soon Didn't as they came there... for borderline mountains. Yeah, then they came there and they saw these mountains. 
Mountains, and they went, that's all right, just keep, and they just stuck to the plans. Just and build up, it. boys. Yeah. That would suck. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, the slope is unreal. It's to the point where if you run down it, uh, you'd probably fall on your face. Oh, yeah. They have, they even have, um, instead of uh, a sidewalk for people to walk on, they have steps. Like, yeah. it's that crazy, but the actual road is so steep. Like, I think, and, and, and a the, handrail because you yeah. could fall down it. Yeah. And the street is so steep that it, because it's the world's steepest thing, it's like a big tourist attraction. It was just full of tourists and people taking pictures, people walking up it, and uh, I thought that was pretty cool. And then I realized, well, hang on, people live on this street. Yeah. It'd be the worst. There's about 100 people just walking around at at, at any time. So you pretty much live on a tourist attraction. It's like if you lived on the torch of the Statue of Liberty. That would be a bit annoying. (laughs) Well, I don't think any tourists make it up there. You're trying to brush your teeth in the morning and stuff. Oh, Someone in a helicopter yeah. taking photos. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> You're in like the start of like four films set in Manhattan. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So we thought a good training exercise would be for me to race someone up the hill. Now, because Luke is not allowed to train, we thought uh, we would race the tour manager. I who- actually went and got a double chalk chip, <laughs> double chalk milkshake. Yeah. So you could it. watch and yell yeah. at us. And, I just uh, literally strolled up it. Yeah. It I, I raced the tour manager who's probably the only human on earth more unfit than you are right now. Yeah. Uh, so I did smash him, so I'm feeling pretty confident, but this is how it went down. So we're here in Dunedin at the world's steepest street, and as a part of Lewis's training, I'm going to get him to run up it. It's going to be easy as, right? World's steepest hill, world's fattest person. On your marks, set, go! So we're going to commentate this. Oh, he's going to smash me! <laughs> this so it's, is uh, me running vertically, almost. And then you'll hear a car come out just about here. Yeah, That's here. Lewis almost get hitting by, hit by cars. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a tourist, but I definitely avoided it. And then eventually makes it to the top. I did it. Yeah. And you I'm can the world's hear greatest athlete. On the world's steepest hill. Now, big call. <laughs> I think you were lightheaded at the time. Yeah. You're not the world's greatest athlete. You crawled up the last 10 meters of the hill. Yeah, I Quite think literally got on your hands and yeah. knees and climbed up the hill. You didn't even run the whole way. No, I ran I ran three quarters. It got so bad. That heavy breathing you heard was not me. That was the camera person yeah. struggling to get to the top. Our cameraman had to run up after him. He was in jeans. Yeah. <laughs> I was just walking up 10 minutes later. I met you at the top and I was having a great time. Yeah, I would say that's one of the worst things that I've ever done in my life. But I tell you what, Luke, it's going to swiftly turn into the best things when I smash you in our race. <laughs> You need to stop because you're going to embarrass yourself on Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see, mate. Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. Luke, it's time to talk about our race. It's time to organize this event. It's happening this Thursday. Yes, it's getting very close. I'm uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling very healthy. I'm getting ready to dress to smash you. You're I'm, looking I'm absolutely feeling obese. Lethargic over here, uh, <laughs> ready to. I just want to have a nap, to be honest. So, <laughs> but, but that's of... me limbering up. That's how I'm training this month. Oh, you're hibernating like a bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put a bear addicted to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the New Zealand McDonald's. How so much better. It? Amazing. Yeah, yeah, if you go to New Zealand, you have to have the you McDonald's. You shouldn't have eaten it. But well, you did. I, was have, I had the, the protein version of McDonald's. Nah, you got a lot of shit. like. Um, so we wanted to talk about this event because now it's time to get you guys involved. We want the listeners involved because every great race has a massive crowd. You know, we want the crowd the size of the Olympics. We were thinking of uh, airing it globally. Mm, but like that time they held the Olympics in Bangladesh. And no one came. Yeah. <laughs> That's why if you Google it, uh, yeah, it didn't happen according yeah. to the Olympic Committee. But I was there and it was great. Yeah. So uh, what we're thinking is uh, the race is this Thursday. We have set up a Facebook event on the Luke and Lewis page and Luke, 
Luke, let me tell you, people are loving this thing. There are 250 people in this event. Wow, that was more than the Olympics back in Liechtenstein. That was just two great <laughs> Olympic memories that we all remember. <laughs> Luke, quick question. Where is Liechtenstein? Uh, right next to Lichten... <laughs> Lichten schooner. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, we want you guys to join this event, and uh, we have, uh, we're have getting you guys involved in this, because as we said, every great race has a great crowd, and we need lots of supporters, and we need teams for this thing. So we were thinking, if you are going for Luke, firstly, horrible decision, but if you are, bring him a plate of food. Wait, um, can I have a preference? Um, well, we're yeah, at it. I'll give you a preference. Tim Tams or donuts are preferred. Yeah. Um, I also like milkshakes. Um, <laughs> really anything with chocolate in it. I'll be happy. Yeah, anything that's. I uh, don't like nut nut chocolate. So if you want to bring a stickers, keep them at home. Okay. Yeah. Or eat them yourself. Nothing but... nutty. Uh, so basically, anything at the top of the food pyramid that says you should never eat this. Yeah. Bring it for. Bring Luke. a sometimes food. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if, however, if you are intelligent and you are going for me, the person who has actually been training for a month, wear active Who's wear. never run before in his life before three weeks ago. <laughs> so if you're that intelligent, go for him. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're team chubby, bring food for Luke. If you're team lanky, wear active wear. You know, just people kit are, yourself yeah, out. So just dress like you're going to a cafe in Melbourne yeah, and you'll fit right in. <laughs> Nike tights, shorts, yeah. the whole kit. Um, and we'll, then we'll be matching. Uh, we've got a, uh, the, the race starts. We want people there at 6, the race is going to be at 6.30, because yeah. before the race, we've got lots of activities. Obviously, Luke's going to eat as much of that food as he can. Yes, and uh, we want you guys to be with us when we stand for the National Anthem and other mm-hmm. pre-race ceremonies, so yes. don't miss out there. So get there at 6, the race will be starting at about 6.30, but we have plenty of stuff planned, because, uh, you know, we have to, you know, yeah. a good race is all about hype. I mean, <laughs> but the main thing is, we want you guys in this event, because we need to decide what the prize is. Who's What's the winner going to win? We yeah. You know, the Olympics has gold medals. We need something. What are we racing for? Other than for me to say, suck it. Like, what <laughs> What else? We... That's all we have at this moment. So, make sure you join the event, ladies and gentlemen, and let us know what the prize yeah. should be. And if we see something good, we'll be like, that's the prize. And also, we're still looking for uh, someone to commentate the race. So, uh, tomorrow, tonight, we'll be posting in the group, send in your auditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be doing that sometime this week. If you're in Melbourne and you're coming to the event, we would love for you to commentate it. Um... It's going to be an incredible event, ladies and gentlemen. And that is all we have time for today. This was Luke and Lewis for lunch. Make sure you check us out on the podcast. Join the Facebook event. And we will see you at the race on, on Thursday and talk to you tomorrow. It's Luke and Lewis for lunch on Triple M Modern Digital. See you later. 